All right, can I be the audience? Yeah. Well, well, well. Look who decided to show up. Huh? Huh? Us you or do, me? You do 38 episodes and you decide to skip the, the 39th? We did skip huh? one. Wait, was it 39th or 40 that we skipped? Oh man, I lost count after like six. So from here on, it's just been like, uh, welcome back to whatever episode. Yeah, yeah, well. I don't have 36 back. fingers, so how would I count that high? That's true. Now, can we just, we got a lot of big news. There's, there's a lot. Um, it's going to be a crazy packed app because we missed an app last week. There is a reason why we did miss the episode last week, though, as I alluded on the stories. But before that, yep. I do not know how to feel about the weekend coming up and it's stressing me the F out. L- oh. And I censored that word because I'm not going to say it unless we're turning up. Oh, okay. I'm, I don't know. Wait, you want it to be a turn up? Yeah, well, we're in Broome. We're having a little bit of a half holiday. It's a work holiday. I mean, it's we're, a work holiday. We're doing a podcast, but it's 11.40 and I've got a rum. So, yeah, and, and I'm not going to say which time. No, you can't or drink PM. it. Yeah, that's the celebratory rum. What are you doing? You don't pop a champagne before you release the good news, do you? <sighs> that's why I had a rum. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. This logic just defeated me. Gosh darn it. Champagne sucks. No, Prosecco. Yeah, Champagne's not great. Prosecco is the goat. Um, I I think I'm looking for a turn up. Uh, I feel like deep down I'm always looking for a turn up. I'm the opposite. I think deep down I'm always looking for a wind down to be like, oh. I'm no. one of those people that doesn't know what to do with themselves when told to relax. So therefore, if I'm just turning up, it's like, go, go, go. And therefore, I feel stimulated. Yeah, I'm someone who, in order to relax, I have to, like, complete something first. Like, I have to f- feel fulfilled. You're a mission before treats operator. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I just... That's why throughout the year, I'll, like, put little kind of holidays or something, like, special in so that I'm like, okay, i got to work really hard to get to that point. We're very different people. I'm a treats upon treats person. <laughs> so you give me a treat You're and that I go, this is nice. When's the next treat? You're that dog who is just like, yeah. I don't want to sit for you. I just want to eat the treats. Yeah, I will not like high five you. I'm just down bare for schmackos <laughs> 24-7. I'm, I'm a scratching at your door for another treat. <laughs> <laughs> your schmackos I'm is like, just a rum and cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right, so we're ready to spin the wheel. We'll spin the wheel. We're in Broome, Western Australia. Never been here before. Got a show Saturday night. Yep. Man, it's like, God, it's packed. I didn't know how I'd sell up here. We're selling. We're selling. You know, but we. I touched down and I sold fifty tickets. That that's the crazy part. We touched down and that's when the show started to sell. We were freaking out. We're like, oh, this is going to be the worst. I think no people one's come. I no, I think people like needed evidence that I was actually going to rock up. <laughs> They're like, there's no way he's coming yeah, in. Yeah, he's not coming in. <laughs> it's like a town with 10,000 people that live here. It's a touristy town though, but very it's touristy. very isolated. North of the west of Australia. I've never even been to this corner of the country before. Yeah. So, But it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I love it so much. We were, we rode camels last night oh, yeah. on the sunset. Yeah, my, yeah, you complained the entire time. My gooch is still sore. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't go for a run today because of it. I got a little nappy good. rash. Yeah, we got given the uh, the shit one. It was like the biggest one, but apparently it was like the bully of the pack. So it liked to have a little nibble on everyone. Um, I like that. I like a little daredevil. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Anyway, Let's so you're going for a turn up. I guess I'm going for a turn up. I'm bloody nervous about this one though. Okay. Spin Whew. that wheel, Meg. Spin, spin, spin. Oh, I'm, I'm doing it. Big spin. Oh. That's a turn up. Yes, it's a turn up. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so exciting. That is so exciting. Perfect to celebrate our big news. You know what to celebrate? I'm going to have a fourth sip of rum. Jesus Christ. Well, <sighs> I, now I need to open my drink. So can we... Can we get to it? Can we tell them the amazing news? What we were doing last week when we were supposed to be doing the podcast, this is why we couldn't do it. Luke, I mean, I guess you're the one who did it. So I'm just trying to um, figure out the best way to announce it. I have a couple of ways I could announce it. I could just say it. That's option one. Like is it? Are you going to involve Fortnite in this? 
No, but that's thank you for giving me a new option. Oh, how would I? How would I even no, do that? I just thought you were going to be like. like we, we spent so many V bucks on a certain thing <laughs> this week. <laughs> um, and I was going to say that um, there was a very popular Matt Damon. Actually, let's let's just run that back. A not very popular <laughs> Matt Damon film called We Bought a Zoo. And if we were to film, well, no, now people this are thinking gonna, we bought a we, zoo. We didn't we didn't buy a zoo. Okay, I'll just say it. Yeah, just say it. We bought a house. Woo! Wait, hold this. What? Keep going. Mixed keep cheering. Cracking a drink. Woo-hoo! Yeah, pop. Spills, spills, spills. We should have. I was using like a little confetti was, cannon or something. I started using using the fruit tangle as my as my microphone. Yeah, yeah I haven't even had a sip, and she's drunk. Go home. <laughs> God, it's good though. Shout out to Bilsons. We fucking love them. Yeah. Um, yes, we bought we bought our first home. So what happened was last week we actually did record like half an hour of an episode. Yeah. And then I kept on getting calls all throughout the episode from like real estate agents because I was mid-negotiation for the house. Yeah, we were going back and so forth. So they were like going back and forth like someone's offered this much. Can you count it? Blah, blah, blah. All that you know, bullshit when there's really no other offer and I'm just being absolutely stung for thousands of dollars at a time. Um, God, it don't buy right now. Anyway, <laughs> so we were doing that like during, because we were like, we have to record an episode because we couldn't do it the next day. Yes. But also we had to buy this house. Yeah. So I was mid talking and then we recorded 25 minutes at the end and then right at the end of the episode i realized that meg's mic it was not on the entire time yeah so we we genuinely tried we tried really hard to do the episode it just with it stopped starting the whole time and then the microphone cutting out so it was literally not usable yeah and then we just had a bunch of admin to do after the purchase and stuff and then we're like you know what it was a weird, disjointed, like half-assed crap episode, let's yeah. be honest. Because I, I just wasn't focused. We were no. like, what are we talking about again? And then I'd be like, hang on, I'm getting another call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just as we would get back on track, another call would come yeah. and we'd be like, oh, okay, it's derailed the whole thing. But we were, I knew that if we just gave it a week, we would come back with a great episode. And so hopefully it's a it's a good episode for you guys. But yes, the that was the very exciting news. It's actually really hard at the moment to get a house. Yeah, we missed out on one auction a couple of weeks ago. There's always just some bloke with more money. Yeah. Or lady. But that's all right. We managed to get this one and yeah. We're happy with it. Happy. I'm very, very happy. We with did it. the old okay. So we can't afford that. Let's go 12 minutes further out of the city because we're in a housing crisis. Yes. And I also want a rain showerhead. I'm a fussy boy. He is a fussy boy. <laughs> it was very difficult to find a house. I'm so dumb in the sense that like I know when you buy a house, you can just go to Bunnings and replace that for like 100 bucks. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I want to buy a house that we don't have to do anything with because I'm just, I'm not a man. Like I've got soft hands, so I don't know what to do with walls and yeah. holes. I, I don't even think you'll be able to hang a picture on the wall. I was just going to ask my brother-in-law. You to should. Do it. He's an electrician. Yeah. Uh, Let's get him to come around. So I've, I've And I can like do that thing you do where you're trying to be a man where while well, he's putting up, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just going <laughs> to um, whack it in that one. Yeah, I would have done that. And then like, would you like me to pass you the hammer? And he's like, no, we don't use hammer for this. And I'm like, yeah, right. You're the guy going around to all the walls like... Just knocking like... Oh, yeah. I'm like... Yeah, she's sturdy. Hopefully there's no termites in that. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she feels solid. She's solid. And then (laughs) Matt's like, there's literally like pipes and electrical things back there. And you're Uh, like, oh, yeah. I love saying shit though. Yeah, saying shit's the best. Like, oh... Maybe we could fix that with a couple of two by fours. I don't even know if that's referring to wood. What's a two by four? I think it's just like No, I think it's like probably a plank of wood. I don't know. God, but any tradie like, that is watching or listening well, to this not. right now is yeah. They're not. Yeah. You've seen my shows. No, the I The only tradies that know who I am is their girlfriends watch me on TikTok. I reckon I could get a tradie in. They're quite easy. I reckon if I, I could do a series of tradie jokes. Tradies like you and get them in there. When you go out in um, exercise gear. Yeah, I got my tits out in this episode right oh, now. Oh, that's so, true. You know, all the views, pews, straight through the roof. Now, be honest. If you've even had the thought, I'm going to run over to YouTube and check it out, put it away. <laughs> 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 I know there was one audio person that had the thought and then probably dismissed it quickly. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, that's weird. 
<laughs> I'm not going to go over to YouTube. Just <laughs> I'll put, put him in the thumbnail. That'll get him going. <laughs> It'll just be not even my head. Just one of them. We'll just take a photo of one. So it's like me on like one side s- and then a boob. Just a boob. Just one tit in the other. <laughs> There's something I would say is so unappealing about one boob. Yeah, you're like right. They got to come as a pair. They got to come as a pair. You know what? Even a triple it's like, is it's, it's, less weird than one. It's like when you... Have you ever been friends with someone uh, or like known them for a while and then you find out way later on down the track that they're a twin? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I've even been talking to the whole package. Yeah. Like when you meet a twin, you want to like know what if, how identical. No, the, yeah, the weirdest ones are the identical twins. Okay, well, that's not weird. They don't, can't choose it. No, as, no, I'm not calling them weird. I'm, I mean like the situation yeah. where you find out they have an identical I twin. I found out one way weird. through the weirdest means ever. Yeah. There was a person who was a twin at our um, athletics club. And I was talking to them and when I think I saw you the other day, like thing I but like you didn't wave back. And they were like, Oh no, I wasn't there. And I was like, It was definitely you. <laughs> and they were like, Oh, it might have been my sister. And I was like, Oh, like, do you look like your sister? And they're like, Yeah, we're identical twins. And I was like, It was definitely your it sister. Was definitely that. The person looked at me. And that must happen all the time if you are an identical twin. Yeah. People must go, get and you're like, You probably know the so other one. My cousins are identical twins. And Haley and Hannah. They're not identical. Yeah, so they've done a lot to try and change to make them like look different, but they are like the most identical twins like. As a kid, did they look the same? So they looked so much the same that their stepmom couldn't tell them apart she sometimes. She put a little mark on their hand. So they she they would fuck with her and like switch over the the ribbon or they'd switch over something yeah. and just to like mess with her. The best one, though, was when they were like, let's do it in school. And so That's for a good. day, they just switched places. No one noticed. No one noticed. In a different class? Yeah. Even the kids? Yeah, no one noticed. I oh, feel like I the, feel like the best known. friends would know. Like. Yeah. But like, but no one's snitching on that because that's a good gag. No, it's a good bit. That's fine if your mum... Man, my mum can't even tell the difference between me and my brother's dog. But that's yeah, that's becoming a pretty, thing. It's the really amount of funny. times that I've been over there. So my brother has uh, what type of dog? A pointer? Yeah, German short head pointer. Yep. So it's like a brown and white patchy dog. So yeah. what I'm trying to describe is it doesn't really look like me because I'm white. Like you know, it's got four <laughs> Dude, legs. I've got two. Um, yeah, you're you're completely different. It's got species. bigger ears than me because yeah. it's a dog, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's like on the floor most of the time. It's got a bigger dick as and well. Way bigger dick. Way bigger dick. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like even if you just looked underneath both of us, you'd be able to tell the difference, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I'm glad Mum isn't doing. <laughs> so the point is, it's like I'm not the dog. Yeah, that's the I guess what I'm trying to convey. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't matter like where we are. If we're in the same room together, my mum will stare at Rufus, the dog, and go, hey, Luke, and then go, oh, sorry. (laughs) And I'm sitting there like, are you serious? And then occasionally Rufus wasn't there. So mum was just at like, I was at their house. The dog wasn't there. And mum just goes, hey, Rufus. And I was like, oh, is Jack here? Like, did he bring Rufus? And then I went, nope, she's referring to her son, me. I was the only one there. It's very funny. And I was like, she, and she laughed. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why I do that. And I was like, we, could you start explaining why? Could you start? She doesn't ex- do it to Jack. She doesn't mix those two up, which I could understand maybe why she could mix those two up because they're together all the time. He's also Jack's dog. However. Both of us are pretty dopey. We both walk you, into walls accidentally sometimes. Yeah. You guys are very similar in characteristics, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You well, pee in bushes, he pees in bushes. At least she doesn't see species, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's like a whole new level of acceptance. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so, we, yeah, we've had a big, big week. Um, lots of things have happened. Uh, obviously, getting the house, but you also... By the way, don't do it. Don't do it's it. It's a lot of admin. Not yet. I mean... I wouldn't recommend it to a friend. We're not moving in until, like, late January. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just wouldn't... Do it. No. <laughs> it's, it no, is like, so stressful. Yeah, it's great if you've got, you know, if you can get a loan or if you've got the funds. And, b- and by the way, we 
border house that we have not seen. We've never been to it. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention that part. We've never seen it. We hope it's good because I've poured every cent I've ever made into it and I haven't even been there. We Obviously, we sent uh, Luke's parents and uh, Jack's partner to the house. Obviously, they were like, it's a really great house. You should get it. We didn't just be like off the photos. Yeah, that'll do. But um, yes, that is probably the most important part. We I'm have nervous not seen the house yet. Because we got catfished by a bunch of Airbnbs in the last couple of weeks. <gasps> These Perth ones. We stayed in a borderline crack den um, last week in Perth. And you look Dude. at the photos, yeah, it looks fine. Like it doesn't look amazing, but it's like, yeah, there's beds and there's... You'll be rock up there. The grass is like up to my waist height in yeah. the backyard. It hasn't been maintained. There's holes in the wall. There's like no furniture. Everything's kind of scattered. There's there. bugs everywhere. There's no door handles on the doors. So you like just have to like kind of f- fish the door open with your fingernail every time. Yeah. And, and like push your suitcase up against it so it doesn't open. Holes in the bathroom mold. Yeah. Uh, there was like a kind of, it was like a wildlife sanctuary. There was ants and mudflies. There was probably so many snakes in the backyard. Yeah. So we couldn't even go outside. Like, honestly, if I was in heroin, I'd be like, this is gross. Yeah. I wouldn't want to stay in that den. No, sir. I so would rather like sleep near the river. I'm hoping we even got catfished with. The property that were bought. I don't think we have. Ever, ever, my parents said it was very lovely. It was their favorite one, actually, because they went to a bunch of inspections on our behalf. Yeah, yeah. And they, they said it they was their favorite was one. They said it was good. Um, oh, before we'll go back in time to last week. So we performed in Kalgoorlie, which is the most probably regional show that we've done. Technically, Esperance was... It's oh, further yeah, out true. of the city. It's, it's further out, so isn't it? Perth is the most isolated city in the entire world. Yeah. So that's already, I guess, an isolated show. But there's like two million people there. But then you go seven hours and six hours out of Perth. That's when you get regional. Yeah. So there's a mining town called Kalgoorlie, and everyone leading up to it's like, "Good luck in Kalgoorlie. Oh. You're gonna need it. They're fucked out there. Everyone in Esperance, dude." I did Esperance and it was, it was, yeah, it was great. Um, it was, yeah. 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 That was one of the nights of my life. That was a night. For sure. And no, they were lovely. you performed on it. In, until they spoke. <laughs> and then the show got interesting. But even they, like Esperance were like, oh, good luck in Kalgoorlie. Yeah. They're fucked, mate. There's people from Essendon going, oh, you fucking, yeah, you got to get absolutely roasted on here. Fucked out there, brother. Oh, I don't know how you're going to. And then you're like, you're looking at this person. You're like, Jesus Christ. If yeah. this person thinks they're fucked. I was terrified. What's I was like, oh my God, we're going to, our house is going to get broken into. Our car's going to get fucking smashed. I was just thinking the worst of the worst. I was like, oh, this is going to be so hectic or incredible. And we get to Kalgoorlie. I've never had a more fun and friendly and delightful 24 hours of my life. They were so lovely. One of the best shows of the two are hands down. Yeah. One of my favorites. I don't like, hopefully they thought it, they were so appreciative and intelligent Mm. and like they got every joke, which I'm sorry, Australia, that very rarely happens. Yeah. (laughs) Outside of a city, it very rarely happens. Yes. Like I thought I was thinking about it though, because it's a mining town. I feel like there actually are a lot of really smart people there. Because of course, people move there mining, for cash. Yeah, for, for mining, you know, you actually have to have a brain. It's full of young you engineers and yeah. like also other people just like going, all right, if I just stay here for five years, I can set myself up and then get a house, get a deposit and leave, which yeah. is the vibe. But then some people just stay there because the money's too good. Like I spoke to a guy at a pub uh, after the show and he, I was like, so how long have you been living here? He's like, yeah, I went here for three years and now I've been here for 25. That's what happened with my uncle. And I was like, how come you haven't left? He's like, it's just, he's like, I just can't leave, man. It's, I love it. And I was like, I don't even blame you. No, my it's uncle's kind of the same. He's sick. hating retirement at the moment. I was like, oh my God, you know, has uh, retirement Bernard? And he's like, oh yeah, you know, I've got a, I've got a fishing boat. And I'm like, oh, you're liking it? And he's like, I like the boat. And in, wait, my auntie's like, yeah, he's not really enjoying 
Because <laughs> he just loves he, – he was a FIFO worker. So yeah, of fly course. in, fly out. And he loved the routine of going to work, staying there for three to seven days, coming back, fishing trip, go back to work. He likes that like – Yeah, you need purpose as a human. Yes. As soon yeah. as you – some, you know, I feel like if I couldn't do comedy anymore, I would lose my sense of purpose because I don't offer much to the world. I barely offer comedy. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Your purpose is just telling cock jokes on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I was put on this earth to do it. No, nah, I agree. I am also someone who needs to work. That's why God gave feel... me a fucking bent small dick. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, so we went, to, we went to Kalgoorlie, but then you decided I was dying from all the dust and the hay fever going on. Like, I literally could not see. My eyes were glazed over. I couldn't breathe properly. So I was like, I cannot go out after this. Yeah, but the place wasn't designed for you. It was. It was quite literally designed to kill me. I think the super pit looks like where Lightning McQueen trained oh, at Radiator Springs. Dude, it did. Yeah, it's like a dust bowl. Yeah, it's a dust bowl. But but, like, but also, if that was then like a kilometer deep into the ground, yeah, the biggest hole I've ever seen. That's because it is, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not the biggest one anymore, apparently. It used to be the biggest one in the country, but apparently now it's one of the biggest. Oh, okay. Yeah. They build a lot of big holes here. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, So you guys decided, you and Blake, sorry, decided to go out after the show to experience the culture of Kalgoorlie. The best decision I've ever made, hands down. Oh, my God. I, so I have be, I've been like, Luke, do not tell me a thing. Nobody talk about it in front of me. I want to find out on the pod how this was. I want to live, what is it? Bi- bi- vicariously. 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 No, vicariously <laughs> through you. Please explain. Um, so, yeah, we went out after the show and it was just people after the show were like kind of telling us, you're like, you got to get down to the gold bar or like the exchange. And we're like, all right. We heard a lot of things. And the, when the exchange is the titty bar, right? They're both titty bars. It's every mind. bar is a titty bar. It's Kalgoorlie. <laughs> all bars but, are titty bars. But it's not a titty bar. It's like uh, bikinis, lingerie. It's yeah. tasteful. It's called skimpies. That's what they call it. It's not my wording. <laughs> and they advertise yeah. it like it's an exclusive. This is how exclusive it is. Uh, from 11 a.m. till late every day. Skimpies. <laughs> so from when the doors open to when we close, there will oh, be bartenders. Girls, girls with their nothing. tits out. Yeah. Um, but no, the bartenders they were lovely. You know. Yeah. No. No shit. I was yeah. expecting that would be awful. No, th- they did come round and um, then and like ask for tips. Blake's so dumb. Blake is just so innocent. She was coming around with a jug being like, eh, you know, like blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, we've got, we're in our underwear or whatever. Yeah. And um, Blake just, like, she comes up with a jug and goes, do you boys want to donate? And Blake pu- gets out $10 and he puts it in the jug and then he goes, so what charity is this going to? And I was no! like, oh, dude. Oh, my God. What? I was just like, come on. He's so innocent. He's just like, oh, what, what am I supporting? Say? And I'm like, you're supporting their bank account, which is also a great it's cause. It's awesome. But like, what? She, a girl's got to make a living. I respect it. But what did, was she just like, oh, my tits. And then and walked up. Like, she what was did just she like, say? oh, it's just a charity. Of my, it's the charity goes to my bank account. And like, oh, like, she oh. said that. It's <laughs> really good. <laughs> Blake's like, oh. Okay, um, that's so cute. He is so innocent. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I just want to say, I I donated to the cause too. I'm not an asshole. Good boy. By the way. Good boy. I've taught him well. Taught him well. Paid them titties. <laughs> Paid them titties. Meg's always said she's like, when you see a pair of tits, what do we do? We give them money. Thank you. Yes, that? that's not the high. Fi- I was. Is that what you wanted? No. What did you want? Money. Oh, <laughs> my tits are out. Okay, you just said. You did. Am I incorrect <laughs> when saying this? My tits are out right now. Yeah. And I do not have any cash in my hand. I know. I hate to hold this over you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I did just buy your house. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. You got me there. <laughs> no. We bought a house and we worked very hard for it. That was a joke. And I and I will still be... If I had cash on me, I'd shove it straight in your little brother. <laughs> 
It's really funny. Oh, well, thank you, sir. I I will generously take your tip with that one. Yeah. Um, can't fit a house in my bra, but that's okay. I can fit my bras in the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you've donated to the oh, titty dude, girl. It was just... I just had so many interactions all night that I'll never forget. Top and three. There was a guy who came up to us with steampunk goggles on. Oh, and Like the silver, like thick ones? They were like bronze, but oh, yeah, like... Yeah. And he came up, he's like, whoa, dudes, I was at your show. And I was like, oh, cool, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, man, I was tripping acid. <laughs> and he was like, you know when you brought up bungee jumping? I was like, he's like, I've been bungee jumping. And I was like, oh, cool. He's like, I didn't say anything. I'm like, how come? And he's like, I was deep in the trip, man. He's like, I was deep in the trip. And then he like forgot where he was and he and he just went. And I was like, oh, cool. Nice to meet you, man. And he like came out of it and he went, hey, guys, I was at your show. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> we're on a loop now. I don't think that man bungee jumped. I think he just stepped off a step and yeah. was like, whoa, crazy. And then he's like, do you guys want drinks? And we're like, oh, man, you're too kind. That's all good. We've already got some. Because everyone was just buying us drinks. We are yeah. getting hammered so quick. I was given four drinks in the space of 15 minutes yeah, in yeah. the after party yes, part. Same. And then we got like, as soon as we walked in the pub, like people were buying us shots and drinks. Because like, they love so much money there because of mining and nothing yeah. to do with it. So like, dude, it would be an honor. And guys were just like buying a round will, that would be worth like 20 bucks and like go and keep the change like with a 50. Oh, that yeah. is uh, uh, true miners right Or they're there. just financially irresponsible and saw a girl in bikini and went to just keep it. They're absolutely doing that. Because their girlfriends have taught them well. Yes, taught them well. <laughs> See a pair of tits, tip that shit. Um, uh, yeah, so there's one. <laughs> I hate that like our podcast offers so little to the world that one of our only morals from the last 36 episode is tip a tit. Tip a tit. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like in uh, modern family where like there's a little like takeaway at the end of yeah. every episode. Like this one today is just like, guys. Hi everyone. So thank you for joining us on Luke and Meg. Today, what did we learn kids? We tip a tit if it's consensual. Let's add that. Yes. There's yes, a like, little wholesome bow to it. Yeah. And just in case. It's got that like lifestyle music underneath. That one? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so what was the second then? Um, the the spud gun one. Spud gun? Yeah, this guy who like did, I don't think knew who we were. I think he just realized we were out of town. Or like some people were just a bit confused because a lot of people kind of hang around the table. Mm. So some people were like, who are these guys? But like most people like knew the... Because I think in small towns like that, word gets around... That like we're in town, yeah. so it's like most people when we're out, we're like, oh, I heard you guys were coming to town, like, because the show sold out. A lot of people just couldn't get a ticket or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of people coming up, and this one guy came up. I don't think he knew who we were, but I think he got the vibe that we'd be interested to talk to him, and he was correct. He just walked up, he went, "Hey, going boys, you having a good night?" And I went like, "Yep." And he's like, "Yeah, I went out bush a few weeks ago, got a spud gun. Want to hear about it?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Of course." So he's like me and a few mates went out bush, um, had a had a spud gun. And he's like, and at first we're so dumb, we're such city folk that we were thinking like, uh, hand you know like as a kid we had a little one where you'd put like little bits of potato in like a little pistol and shoot it. No, like isn't it like a bazooka or yeah, a yeah. spud? Yeah, hundred percent. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, I, I used didn't to really have realize one in this Western Australia as well. I didn't realize this till like the next day <laughs> that he was like talking about like a a pipe thing where you load a full potato in and they go. Boom. Yeah, it's it's really fucked as well. Like you gotta, it yeah. could actually it really hurts if you get hit with one of those ones. Yeah, he's like, we hit a roadblock early, didn't have a target. And he goes, that's all right. We had a coals bag. I took a shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's this guy, he shits in a Coles bag, like a plastic bag. And no, no, actually, sorry. No, I'm, I'm jumping what? ahead of the story. I'm jumping ahead of the story. At first, they didn't want to use all their potatoes or something. So then they were trying to uh, shove shit into the gun. Poo. And, and shoot the poo. Right? Fecal matter. Yes. So he shat into a Coles bag. And then they like made into a little ball and then they used a golf club to try and load it in. But he said the shit was just going everywhere and it wasn't as solid. He goes, yeah, and it wasn't as solid as a potato. And I was like, yep. If it was as solid as a potato, there would be a real fucking issue. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyway, they couldn't really work with the poo because it was splattering everywhere and stuff. So he's like, but we still had a bit of shit left in the bag. Then we realized we didn't have a target. And we're like, well, it'd be a waste. You know, he goes, and the guy was like, you know what? He goes, I always say, never shit in a Coles bag for nothing. And that's another little takeaway you can, I guess, leave wow. the episode with. Tip I a mean, tip, never shit in a Coles bag for no reason. <laughs> there are so many lessons I'm learning in this episode. <laughs> Wow, my brain is just overfilled with this knowledge. But international people, calls the supermarket back, whatever, right? Um, then, anyway, so they hang up the Coles bag, uh, which I guess now is just dripping because they've tried to shove it in a spud gun. And they've loaded it up with a real potato and they, yeah, just having pot shots until they... Uh, they hit it and splattered. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was like, really good weekend. That was the story. And then he went, anyway, boys... Good to meet you. And he just kind of walked off. And I was like, does this guy just wander around this bar telling that story to everyone? Because I hope so. Absolutely. I love it. You know for a fact that's what he's been doing. He's going around to each table, telling him his spud story. My favorite was the girl with the shrimp tattoo. She had a prawn on her leg because I'm jumping ahead again. Sorry, I've spoiled the rest of the story. So did you go? Damn it. One time... um. She's like, I was talking to this homeless... I think it came up that we are in Esperance, the day before. She's like, yeah. I spoke to a homeless guy in Esperance once. He told me I couldn't catch shrimp there. So she goes, I came back home. I thought about it for weeks. Couldn't catch shrimp there. I could catch shrimp there. Who's this homeless bloke telling me I can't catch shrimp at this certain spot? God, so this, she, is, this is like the... Oh, my God. That so is just regional. so regional. Like, I have nothing else to do other to, than... To just simmer on this, what this homeless bloke said. Like, if a homeless bloke, no offense, I guess maybe this is going to sound elitist of me, but if a homeless guy said the old you would have done it or you couldn't do it, I'd probably like, no, he's right, I couldn't, and I'd probably move on. I wouldn't feel as pressured, maybe. Nah. If you if if they say, oh, you couldn't do it, I, yeah, I, no, you're right. Would that hold weight with you? That would hold weight with me. Okay, well, hold weight with her because she drove seven hours or whatever <sighs> it is, five hours, six hours, whatever it is, back to Esperance, <sighs> went to the spot that... The homeless bloke said, couldn't catch shrimp at. She goes, and guess what? And I'm like, what? And she goes, caught a shrimp. One and I was shrimp. Like, wow. And she goes, and despite him, got this tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> puts her leg on the table. <laughs> I'll show you the tattoo. <laughs> Please show me the I tattoo. I took a photo. That's I was like, so funny. I was like, I need to remember this. And God, I, just, w- I wonder. I just, I just want to go back to that. <laughs> and it says old reliable next to it. <laughs> She's like, yes, yes, you can always catch shrimp there. I just want now, I want to go back to Kalgoorlie, meet that girl again, just to tell her something insane. She was wearing a t-shirt that said built like a Mack truck as well. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she added these, she goes, oh, and this is me dead rat tattoo. And I go, what's the story behind that one? She goes, no, it's just a dead rat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one tattoo has this amazing story behind it, and one tattoo is like, ah, I just got drunk and got a dead rat. That is the what? what? Oh, I'm, I am so annoyed so that sick, I man. couldn't go out and, and there experience was a, these people. There was a band playing at the pub. The guy sounded like Adam Levine, and I go to Blake. I was like, early on, then I was like, this guy sounds a lot like Adam Levine from Maroon Five. He's like, that's true. And then, like an hour later, they start playing a Maroon Five song, and I legitimately kind of thought like. Oh, oh shit, he's in the room. No, I just thought the DJ was on and they were like playing like this love has take. It's like it sounded like the record. And then I looked down and I was like, holy shit. This guy should be in a Maroon 5 cover band. And they're just like in Kalgoorlie. Yeah, but then they, they did. They were playing like Linkin Park followed by Taylor Swift. It was jarring. Damn, dude. That, that is was awesome. That, I, I don't know, that kind of sounds based. It was. You know, you get a little bit of all genre yeah. in the one set. Going from the, the like, Transformers soundtrack straight into the Eras tour. God, that... It's a night to remember. That sounds amazing. There was cops outside for a bit. Someone tried to punch on with the security guard next door. So then Blake and I finished up at that place. We're like, we have to go to the place like there was a fight at. Because, like, again, trying to suss the culture, be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you got to be immersed in it. But then it got grim it. and then a guy, like, did try and find me. What? Uh, it was, what? It's because he was being a dick to Blake and I don't like seeing my friends get bullied. And I thought what he did was very unfair and un-Australian. And what? I don't take shit from a bloke with a mullet wearing a Vans All t-shirt. Right, wait. That's another rule I have. 
there are so many like rules and le- lessons to be learned. Wh- Don't take how? shit from a guy in a Vans t-shirt is such a no. Rule. Let's rewind there for a second. You almost got no. fought. Some guy almost tried to fight. No, you. He, he threatened violence, and I was like, "Nah, I this no, is it's you. time to leave." I've already, like after getting punched in the face in Darwin a couple of years ago. Rewind. I was like, "This I don't need more violence on tour directed at me." All right, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. And Play also, I can't fight. And I probably would have lost. Play from the start. He, Blake's just like, again, he's so naive to the world. I think he just assumes everyone is a good person Aww. and no one wants to take advantage of him, which is a lovely Such outlook a, on life. He's a sweet boy. He's a sweet little boy. He is a wee, wee And boy, when we go out boy. together, I feel this onus, I guess this, uh, I guess I feel like a bit maternal in a way, <laughs> like kind of as a parental figure. <laughs> To nurture him <laughs> and make sure he has a good night. Because he's he just he gets overwhelmed, you know? You're making him sound like he's a fucking toddler. He is! <laughs> ready for this dearly accepted? I, to be fair, I'm not gonna lie, I have had that same feeling towards Blake. So Blake Pavey, Because uh, he's, he's a sweet little boy. Yeah, came on this tour leg. And so he <laughs> this guy was talking to us throughout the night and he was kinda like I don't know. He was alright. He was being alright earlier, and then I think as the guy got a bit drunk, I was uh, whatever. Yeah. He became a bit aggressive, aggressive, as a lot of regional men do after a bunch of whiskeys. Yeah. You know, you can only have too many like rum and cokes before you start swinging. So. God. You know, I'm five away. In Bundy, that's normal. That's just a hey, mate. That's just rum rage. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes to Blake. Oh, can I scull your beer right now, and then I'll buy you a new one. And Blake was just like, oh, yeah, I want to see this guy scull my beer, but then fully trusted the guy to buy him a new one. And the guy sculls the beer in front of Blake. And I'm watching it like Blake's getting robbed and we're all just watching it. (laughs) He's watching it in anticipation. Oh, this is a heist. (laughs) I feel like I'm watching Ocean's 14, the sequel that never came, where George Clooney and Brad Pitt just go to a casino and go, if I scull that beer, I'll pay you back. (laughs) take those millions of dollars i will pay you back and yeah. they're like yeah sure i want to see this <laughs> and i'm like like you didn't sign a contract this is not legally binding you are getting swindled my man <laughs> and the guy sculls the beer puts it down and goes and then just walks away <laughs> and blake's like oh you're like drinky's gonna buy me a beer and i was like nah <laughs> anyway the guy kind of comes back later on and i go to the guy you owe him a beer mate just trying to like be Australian, being like, hopefully this guy honors his promise. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, no, I don't. And I was like, yeah, you said you'd buy him a beer. You scowled his beer. You took, what the fuck? And I'm, big, I'm bigger than the guy, right? But he does have a mallet and he's from Kalgoorlie. So it's an, he uh, would still thrash me in a fight. No, he'd just thrash you purely because he probably wouldn't be able to feel any punches. Yeah, but he was more intoxicated than me. Yeah. That actually may not have been true. No. I I was, I anyway. Doubt that. And then I start getting lippy. Right, Luke, I get lippy and but as a joke, like I'm like, you're a fucking scumbag, man. Mm. I'm like, you owe him a beer. I've never seen such like un-Australian behaviour. And as soon as I like caught him un-Australian, this guy fucking arced up. Oh, but I was yeah, right. I feel like I'm in the right here. You he, are in the right. It was a scumbag manoeuvre. Yeah, it's dirty. It's and gross. And then the guy puts his like arm around me, like, but not in a fun way, like oh. in an aggressive way. And I like grab his hand there. So I'm like, if he puts me in the head, like I'm gonna fucking like rip it. Yeah. I'm gonna like just. I'm, I was ready. It's on. I was like, Blake, look at me, and I was like, get ready. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Blakey, get ready to run. Okay. Yeah, I was like planning. Daddy's I'm like <laughs> going Daddy's one flip punch right. and then we leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one flip punch leave. Because I knew there were still cops hanging around outside. I was like, we'll be fine if we just like get out. To right? be fair, that is what you did in Darwin as well. Yeah. You quickly cracked the guy and ran. Yeah. Yeah. I'm what uh, they call in the biz a fucking coward. Yeah. 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 So, because I didn't ever start anything. So he, ha- he didn't head- and then headlock. He just puts me in headlock and he just goes... What did you say? And I was like, and I just said it again because I'm an asshole. I was like, Luke, I, I was what like, the fuck I, is wrong? I was with like, you? I said you're a fucking scumbag, mate. And then he goes, I will fucking tear your ripples off. And then the c word. Your ripples? Oh, sorry, nipples. <laughs> Dude, I was like, what's a ripple? Why is he pulling? A- <laughs> No, 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 nipples. He said, I'll tear your nipples off. That's and then he called real. me a naughty word, which I, I didn't will... appreciate. And then I, I removed his arm and I went, What did he call Blake, you? It's time to go. What did he call it you? It was the C bomb. 
the cunt. Well, I was trying to avoid to say. So oh no, it's a turn up. We can say this guy. No, it's just YouTube doesn't like that word, so I, I try and avoid. Oh, saying it. The punt. Yeah. <laughs> so he. He said, "I will rip your rip nipples your off, nipple. punt." <laughs> He's gay. That is so gay. That is the gayest way of fighting. If I had have called I him will, gay, I will touch your. Ni- I will touch those nipples so hard that they will come off. Yeah, and then I. Will he must have been like, "I will lock the end of my mouth around the head of your cock." All right, you. and I won't let go. Yeah. All right, I'll suck it till it falls off. I will suck you dry and cup the balls and make you feel everything. <laughs> He's like, I will give you a night you'll never forget. Wait, so you you then got out of it? I just was like, oh, Blake, I reckon it's time to leave and maybe we just lose this pint, hey? (laughs) Maybe we just just, uh, chalk this up as a loss and go, that's a night of business in Kalgoorlie. That's that's just doing, that's that's just good business there. It is. Yeah. And so what was the guy when you took off his hand? I left very peacefully. I think he was, he was just... uh, I think he was half joking, but also like half trying to alpha me. Absolutely. But he was like five foot something. So he had to like put his arm up a lot. It is embarrassed actually in hindsight being alphaed by like a mini man in a Vans t-shirt. Wait, so this guy was like, yeah, uppies, uppies. That's why I had the initial confidence to call him a scumbag. Because I was like, what is he going to do? Ask for a schmacko? What's it gonna do? Who's your bad boy? You're a bad boy. Oh, arf, arf, go get a bone. You know, yeah. go get him a bone and you Look go get a pint. Look at the pint. Yeah. Go get the pint. <laughs> Throws it. Oh, God. That's and at so one point, funny. You almost got into a fight. At one point, he faked out to Blake that he was gonna buy him a beer. And then he almost got in a fight with another guy in the toilet. Um, there's a lot of guys like, oh, man, do I look like someone? You can just be honest here, I guess, with the question. Are you sure? Do I look like someone who does drugs on the weekend? Um, looks like or like, you know, recreationally, bit of um, bit of nose candy or um. I don't think you look like or the you would do that. Pingu. However, just anyone who knows you as a comedian, anyone who's seen you online, anyone who's watched your shows. Absolutely, I had such a genuine interaction. This is how friendly they were, even like. <laughs> blokes who were like on bags, right? Yeah, yeah. I was in a cubicle and a one guy was like, hey, mate, can you hurry? And then I turned around and he went, hey, Lukey. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, brother, we were just going to come in there to, um, you know. And I was like, oh, I'm, he goes, do you party? And I was like, no, mate. <laughs> do I you just, party? And he's like, you don't party? And I was like, I do not. And I, and he said, really? And I go, yeah, no. I, I, I'm, he goes, you're all good. And I was like, yeah, I'm good, good. And he goes, huh. And I was like to him, do I look like someone who parties? He goes, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely you do. And I was like, okay. And then the guy put his hand on my shoulder and he went, man, I'm really sorry. Mm. He's like, I had no idea. And he's like, I was just trying to be kind. And I was like, oh, no, man, I know. That's, it was like, it's a very kind gesture. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. I know that's not cheap. I'm like, although you're a minor, for you, it's probably just like, oh, keep the change, you know, to your deal. Or change, yeah. <laughs> but... Um, he was like, oh man, I'm, I'm really sorry. And he goes, oh, I didn't mean to offend you. Oh, uh, that is like, so lovely. And then and he turned around and goes, you sure you don't want some? I'm like, I'm totally good. And he goes, okay. That's he, so he nice. He just goes, I'm just, he goes, I'll be honest, mate, around here, people don't usually reject that kind of stuff. So I'm just a little taken back. And yeah. he was so well-spoken for someone that had already clearly been racking lines. Oh, absolutely. The miners are fiends for it. They love a bit of coke. Of course, but it was it was so lovely. And I that's the thing, I had so many like cooked weird interactions mixed with so many genuine kind yeah. people who like hey, they either come to the show or you know what was really a thing is like everyone knew about it. That was so cool. Everyone was like, Oh, my family all came to your show. I, I had to work, but like they said it was amazing and yeah. and it was all these people that were so excited to just like have us there they don't get that much entertainment coming there but they were just excited like have a beer and like they were just stoked at like i don't know they were just it's so exciting it was exciting it was was something different as well because like when a new person like you comes to town it's like oh there's like someone who can kind of experience our culture that's exciting that's it's fun i feel like i don't I could maybe I'll like obviously do it less and less the busier I get, but like I just can't see uh like a point of my career where I get where I'm just not coming to do that for fun every 
I don't know, three or four years or so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, it kind of annoys me that, I don't want to say names obviously, but like those big US comics or like even Australian people who make it overseas and they come back mm. and even just big Australian comics, they just don't really tour regionally. Yeah, and there's no, so don't. much value in it. And it's like, you don't, it's so dumb. They've got like a 500 seat theater there. In- Why not? Okay, international, I can understand. Just because it's really expensive for an international yeah. act to come over, especially tax wise. It's like the, all of that is different. However, I don't understand when it's Australians or people from the UK or people from Canada who come over and they don't do regional. Yeah, people do like the five capital cities here. And it's yeah. like, dude, that's not enough. Like, you know, I want to work as a comedian all year long. Yeah. And, but it's so much, there's so much value in not only just doing it, the show, but there's so much value in like uh, getting amongst like a community that appreciates it way more. And like, you know what I mean? Like It's those, more fulfilling. Like per capita, if this makes sense, like per amount of people there. I am way more popular in Kalgoorlie than I am in Perth. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like I, I can't walk around. I can walk around Perth and not everyone knows who I am. But yeah. I, we were walking around then. It was just like everyone was just like, oh what my the God. fuck? Like, yeah. It's so it's, cool. They, they just appreciate it so much more. And seeing that appreciation and being immersed in that like culture of people being just so happy and engaged, yeah. especially with your comedy – that that's, that's really incredible. Cool. That's so fulfilling. And dude, the little trucks. Oh yeah. man, big hole. Such a big hole. The the big mine hole, was. Small truck. Little truck. Well, that's the thing. It's not a small truck. It's no. a giant truck. But in comparison to the hole, it's like oh, it's a small truck. Little truck. The trucks like the wheels are taller than me. Yeah, dude. And then you look at this like hole, and you see this truck in the distance, and it looks like a little, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. I go up to like this giant wheel because they just had like one of the wheels obviously like on display. Yeah. I go up thinking like when I hit it, it's kind of going to bounce off like rubber. It's like, oh. And so I just fucking punch this thing and it's like concrete. So I like felt I almost broke my hand because I was like, I like did this thing and you watched the entire thing happen. And I was just shocked. I was like, oh, I knew that it was going to be hard. I just like thought it would have a little bit of bounce to it. Meg was shocked that a tire the size of a one story house yeah. wasn't ru- like b- oh, bouncy rubber. Bouncy rubber. That's <laughs> crazy, man. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm just stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kat, that's sick. I'm so. Fun. I'm so glad that you went out And so was Albany and Esperance, by the way. I do want to say, Esperance was lovely. They were just getting a bit lippy, that's all. I was I was actually quite sad going into Albany because uh, my grandma's sister used to live in Albany. Mm. She's only very recently passed away. And I'd only ever seen her in like other places, not at her home. But she was like one of those old people that were like so proud of her home. Mm. And so I was a little sad the first like going into Albany and not being able to like see her or like go and visit her and stuff. You would hang out but with your grandma's sister. She was so sweet. It, in my head, it's one of those things where you don't even picture your grandparents having a family yeah. that's not under them because you never saw that. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, hard to like picture that like your grandma has a dad or had a dad, had a dad, and a mom, yeah, and, like, siblings, grandma. Well, so. Grandma's dad was very like authoritative though, wasn't it? Like very militant style parents. So That's it was, like, like every dad from like a hundred years ago. Well, no, because like his dad was lovely. You know Beautiful way guy. too much about your family history. I just on my mum's side. I barely even remember kindergarten of my own life. I and I you know love <laughs> the way that my fa- my like family met. It's so beautiful. It's like. Also, they documented everything. So, like, my great-great-great-grandma, she documented – she, like, kept all of the love letters from her husband and so, like, throughout the years. And, like, in these letters, it is the juiciest fucking story ever because it's, like, forbidden love. Like, they travel across the country for each other. Like It's, like – it is so juicy. So, so juicy. But, um, yeah. 
I was a little bit sad, but also it was really nice going there because it was so beautiful. Dude, Western Australia is so nice. It's, it's so awesome. gorgeous. It is by so, far so the goaded state. Yes, but then we came back to Perth and just before we came to Broome and you were able to open for one of your, I wouldn't say like favourite, but like, <laughs> well, I like you just respect them a lot. I don't know how to... What, what would you no, say? I want you to keep talking. This no, is funny. No, I don't really know how to <laughs> say it without being a douche or like being I, weird um, about it. No, I, I got asked to open for Trevor Wallace, who's like an American comedian. Um, yeah, I've watched him for years. Yeah. I, I've like got into him pretty early just because like he's a guy in America that's doing a similar thing. Like he's young. Um, he comedy. makes sketches, does stand up, does podcasts. Mm. And I'm one of those people that like, I guess. You know, a lot of people, I think, when they start the thing, like a lot of comedians will be like, oh, oh, who's your inspiration or who's your influences? I never know what to say for that because it's not like a traditional answer. You like, don't like idolize them. You no, just, like, I just like respect, respect them, them and look to them as to like an example of like what can be achieved and what is a good path to be on and even just business wise. But like other people will be like, oh, I love Seinfeld or I'm obsessed with Bill Burr and and. I agree. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, great. That's, they're all great. But in my head, since I've started this, like my first favorite comedian was Bo Burnham. And obviously Bo's phenomenal. Yeah. But I mainly liked the fact that there was this young guy that I could see myself being crushing it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I could like, it, it felt just more relatable and more like, oh, that's cool to see someone on my age like if he can do it why can't i yes yeah there was a and then like i you know i saw trevor and there's a few guys like in america and the uk like just crushing it yeah it's not just like trevor and stuff but it, it has been obviously something that we have watched for years and years and you guys are very similar in comedy so you have always kind of looked to him as it was cool in and, a respectful and way he, but he like, reached out to me like a couple of weeks ago being like oh can you you know do you want to open the australian tour and i, I could only do the perth show because i was over here but yeah i got to do it man i'll be honest the difference between uh australian touring comedian and american touring comedian oh man i Big felt difference. awesome for 24 hours i felt like a rock star for 24 hours No shit, and i've done the cash. same venue myself <laughs> i know you, know you did I mean? it more times. Sure. And it's yeah. like, it's just completely different. Because their culture, the way that they do shows, the way that they prepare for shows, the way that they eat and just do anything is so completely different to the way we do it. They have like a runner, right? Which is like a essentially just a personal driver slash assistant that they hire for the whole time they're in Perth on an hourly rate where like we went to a bar after the show and then the dri- personal driver like took us home like after midnight and he yeah. was just waiting out and the whole time he was his job is to just wait outside the bar until we finish drinking and then we leave and then they call him and he comes back and he takes us back to the hotel which is only like like we we could have walked it it was like a kilometer and a bit and on our tour we'd be like oh let's just walk home it's in like okay in america it is a little different though cuz you're like oh you don't really want to walk home after a, a really in a late night bar if you've had a like a few especially yeah you don't want to then be like i'm gonna walk home but just like super nice hotel yeah. um i've never stayed at ho- that hotel before in perth you know on my yeah. tour everyone had their own rooms that's crazy <laughs> we all live together we're not all in one room obviously but like but it's, we all usually stay together in a house but i'm only like, doing like 20 minutes yeah that's you know what I mean? Like on stage, that's yeah. it. And um, it was just and and then like even they're so like calculated with every meal they have on tour is very like they Google like best places to eat. And the first night, like when they got there, we we went out for like a dinner, just my brother oh my Meg, <laughs> Chloe, and stuff. And we went out for like dinner, and <laughs> we got so intimidated by the menu, dude. It's we, no, it wasn't even that fancy. They were like, oh, so we're going to go to this restaurant. And I was like, cool, I'll look it up. Because I usually like to look up the food so I know kind of what I want to get. It was an Italian restaurant it. in the Perth CBD called Post. It's authentic Italian. So it was like it, the entire menu was in Italian. It's, it's, it was like upper end. It wasn't crazy. It was like $40 
for a pasta. Which is a lot. I understand yeah. that that's an expensive meal, but it's Yours not, was like $50. But it's not, we're not talking like um Nobu. We're not talking like $100 No, a no, meal. no. It was or, like $100 you know. for like a small like slither of steak. But like it was the... The intimidating part wasn't the restaurant. It was the fact that everything was in Italian. Yeah, the menu's not in English. And so it was crazy watching it because all four of us, so it was Jack, Chloe, you and I, all four of us had our own like way of dealing with the menu. So when the waiter comes round, you're ready to order. Do you commit to the saying the Italian phrase in an Italian accent? Do you no. put roll the R's? Do you do you just go bogan with it? Do you point? Do you just completely cave? Like what we were I was like, I wonder what everyone's kind of First, reaction is gonna a, be to this. In Italy, pressure's on way more. In Australia, hey, you're choosing to set up your authentic Italian uh restaurant in our in australia yeah expect poor pronunciation expect high levels of ignorance with trying to say it yeah. i couldn't give a fuck well jack was like i'm gonna go try and say it in the Italian I, way i'm smart i pointed to the one word on the menu that i knew how to say and ordered that I, I was like rigatoni i know how to say that one yeah I should That's have been true. like, it's a me, a Mario Ligatoni. Well, so when I ordered it. I was just like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to go the Aussie way and just butcher the f- phrase. And I tried to say it and he just very politely. What did you order? I can't even remember because it was, it was a word I can't pronounce. So I'm not obviously not going to remember the word. But when he said it, he was like, oh, it's, it's pronounced. And then like he said the word. I was like, that makes more sense. But... It was just like a oh, I just felt bad. I was like, oh god, I should have, I should have done my research. I should have googled the like the play button and gone, how do I say this? I just felt I was freaking out. Right, I thought I was the worst one. I turned to Chloe and she, nah, she's caved. She's just having a mental breakdown. She's looking at me. She's looking at Jack, going, what do I do? Do I point? Do I say it? And I'm like, just point, just point. She's like, I'll get the chicken. <laughs> she thought she was ordering pasta So when it came out It was just like half a chicken That's what happens when she you say like, yeah, I'll get the chicken oh. You get a chicken <laughs> But also Why we as, You also stress about the judgement Of a guy that wasn't even Italian Who was a waiter there No but he, it's everyone else on the table as well You know, if, you're, if you don't say it right Then you seem uncultured They didn't know what they were doing either They're American They're they didn't know shit. Yeah, sorry. I've just seen Simo go into the frog toilet. We have a frog toilet here. Oh, yeah. There's it's, a frog that's living in... There's multiple frogs that's living in the outdoor toilet. And Meg goes in every day, lifts up the toilet lid and goes, Hey, little cuties. Yeah, I told How's the toilet going? Yeah, <laughs> and then they freak out and they're like, Run! It's the police! And then they yeah. dive. They dive into the pipes. But, um, yeah, just every time I see someone go in there and I'm like, Oop, good luck. There's... They're going to get pissed on. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, he's giving me the thumbs up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Simo ate uh, a bucket of prawns as an entree and had a party of your palmer and then went out to dinner with his folks who also up here. God, and I was like, God, those, those poor frogs. Poor frogs are going to get... that. He's had three dinners. Yeah, and that's brutal. Uh, so you might not see your frog friends anymore, man. Yeah, I, I understand it's that. It's going to be like They've Chernobyl been in there. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, radiation. But I don't know what's come out. God but damn it. Um, do we have time? Yeah, we've got a little bit of time. I okay. So on the last podcast, we spoke about uh, people wearing thongs on planes. I wasn't about it because I'm like, don't get the dogs out on the plane. I just don't. I don't like it. I don't like seeing people's feet. I just. I'm not about that life. Right. What were you, were you like? Don't get the dogs out on the plane. Yeah, I, I'm like no dogs on plane, but I just realised then that um I've had the dogs out for free all episode on this pod. So. No, but like the dogs on the pod is fine. You know, same as tits on the pod. That's okay now, apparently. Only um, if you tip. Only if you tip. Obviously, you have to tip the tit. So everyone <laughs> in the comments, tip the tit. All right. We're not asking for money. <laughs> yes, you are. You That's true. You can tip like, your hat. You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you can tip your hat. Put a little top hat emoji in yes, the YouTube. Put a top hat emoji. Yeah. 
that emoji and that's your still tip in the tip it's, right there. It's the poor man's tip. Yeah, it's poor man's <laughs> tip, but I respect it just as much. So, um, An alpha move would be like, uh, you know, on YouTube when you can like tip like you can you can like financially tip but then with the top hat that'd be like an ultimate premium <laughs> no flex. it's like on the um on the tiktok lives you can like press it and it like pops up on the head yeah <laughs> i hope someone gives money and then goes what charity is this going to <laughs> <laughs> um but i saw a, some in next level and i don't know if it's like a genius and i like it or if i'm like that is the worst thing that i've ever seen I saw someone wearing thongs on the plane, but also wearing socks. But the socks weren't like the f- the f- like toe finger ones where it's like they were they toed br- socks. They weren't toe socks. They were just normal socks. But just and like the person just had like squished the thong mm. so far in that it just created its own camel toe. Mm. I don't. I, do, I was staring at her feet for so long. She absolutely saw me staring at her feet because I was like mouth open like, what the fuck? I just didn't know how to feel. Simo, I guess that's okay. Simo before who just weed on a frog, um, he yeah. said that he was pro thongs on plane. He said it's the only way to go. That's crazy. He's like, I will actually go out of my way to get the dogs out on the flight. Woof, woof. Oh, God, those puppies are... Just Put flying them away. high. Keep Put them in the kennel. Keep them in the kennel. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I guess putting socks on it is fine because they're not out. Yeah, it's the, still weird. The dogs aren't would, out. They are just... I'd say it's a fashion faux pas. It's more of like a a style... Uh, it, it, it's it's controversial a fashion trend. choice. Oh. No, I would just say it's like not a good look, but I guess it's not gross. Uh, maybe they're a trendsetter, Luke. Maybe in the next year... Everyone's going to be wearing thongs with socks. I can't do it because that would be uncomfortable. Uh, just keep them in, everyone. That's that's another lesson you take away. Maybe you disagree on this one. This one, you, I will admit, you can have your own opinion on. Well, look, you know how we we were saying how we wanted to do something we liked, something we didn't like, oh, yeah, something I've got mine we ready. learned. I've had three learning curves, so that's pretty much my three done. What did you like? Because we do have to wrap up the episode in a sec. I liked the learning that I did. I it was a very informative episode and i feel like i came out a better person what did not a better person i feel like i came out with more knowledge yep was it knowledge that my brain needed probably not did i get it yes i did right and i enjoyed that what i didn't like it could be anything from the week oh god i did i didn't like the i didn't like the guy who sculled blakey's beer that's not okay. You can't take advantage of sweet, innocent little boys like that. All right? Yeah, priest behavior. Um, <laughs> priest. Yeah. Um, what? It's a priest. Why? It's like preach. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a priest. <laughs> yeah. I would say the thing I liked, uh, this is probably from two weeks ago now because we missed an app. Um, I'm obsessed with the new Blink-182 album. Oh, yes. Um, I listen good. to it every day. Um, that's not a joke. I listen to it usually on my run and then sometimes I restart it if it finishes. Yeah. Um, and then I start listening to it again. Um, Meg thinks I'm on the spectrum. Meg is correct. Yes. I do think you fall somewhere in there. I think it's just, yeah. I just, it's just like the, oh, it's just so good, man. I know. I, I listen to it all the time and I close my eyes and I go, this is music. Yeah. Which is crazy. I understand that. You're like, I, this is the peak. Like in my brain, like the way like I understand, like people might listen to Blink-182 and be like, eh, his voice is weird. It sounds like he's holding his nose. And that's just what some people think. Yeah. I listen to that same thing. It goes into my ears and it processes through my weird brain, right? Mm. And I go, that is perfection on record. How could you top just Anthem Part 3? It's true. It's a great song. Turpentine is a banger. Turpentine. Um, Well, I terrified. um, Look, look, I could go on about this all day. Too many. But Mm. I need to stop because the retention people aren't enjoying this. Yes. And one thing you didn't like? (sighs) Honestly, sounds bad, but my run yesterday was so hot. Oh, and yeah. And I the kept sand sinking in the sand because there are really good places to run in brooms. I ran along Cable Beach and, yeah, I, I, (laughs) I. Fell in a you know pre-made. I destroyed a crab's home. 
Like I feel bad as a new homeowner myself. I felt awful. I was like, someone's worked very hard on this. And I just went through a, like a crab hole. Like it was just like a pothole in the sand and I overextended my the leg. Pineapple. Oh, it didn't work. What? Someone. Well, Chloe keeps telling me that if I'm sneezing <laughs> and you, and she, and you say pineapple, then it stops the sneeze. No, that's not what she said. She said, if you can't stop sneezing and then you, you need to say repeatedly, pineapple, 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 and then it goes away. No, it's she said even sneeze. when you sneeze, if you even think about pineapple, then you stop. That is the dumbest thing I've heard <laughs> today on today's episode. And that's crazy because... So is it your new least favorite part? Yeah, well, something I learned Is today was the run? don't listen to anything <laughs> you and Chloe say. There's no way thinking about pineapples stops a sneeze. Thinking about pineapples, you're like, you know, like you get that feeling, you're like, oh, oh, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, oh. And then you're like, oh, pineapple. And you're like, oh. there's no way. That's I'm sorry, I stopped you mid-sentence. No, but yeah, the thing I didn't like, because I usually love my runs. Um, but yeah. that, I ran, it was so hot. And I was just dying and I overextended my leg. Oh, oh, sorry. I know I enjoyed it, but I didn't like the the camel ride. I love the camel ride. Beautiful view, fun time with friends. Yeah. But I am not built to sit in that position for 60 minutes. Yeah, it was quite the stretch. Um, you, you, I, get, I put you on the back of the camel, which was, I realised when we got into the ride, way more of a stretch than what I had. Oh, man. My gooch was in a world of hurt. Still is. There was also sand on the seat. So, you were getting like sandy gooch as oh. well. Just sandpaper rubbing on that bitch. Chafing. There was a beautiful sunset which counteracted it. But, um, and, you know, very rarely are you on a camel. Yeah. But it was one of those things where like 30 minutes on a camel, now that's a fun time. 60 minutes on a camel. I was texting at yeah, one point. Yeah, you were texting and driving camel at one point. Luke, I'm actually like, going to piss myself. Look, no hands. I'm, um, I'm going right. we'll to wean myself. It. Is that okay? Yeah. Thank you so, so much. So I learned this week our 30-minute camel ride is optimum. Yeah. And that's also the thing I didn't like as well. Absolutely. But I, but I had a great time. I'm glad you had a great it's time. It's a love-hate thing sitting on a camel. All right, everyone. My we gooch are hated it. My brain enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we are turning up this weekend, so absolutely get your hype on, go nuts, go crazy, go dance, have some bevies. If you're underage, don't have some, be- or have, have some, uh, non-alcoholic bevies. Yeah. Um, and I guess and I should say, um, thank you to everyone who supported me over the years. Buying oh, house has been shit, dude, that's a massive goal yes, for us for a long time. Absolutely. And, um, We've worked very hard, but you guys have also supported us very hard. And uh, thank you. So that's, we, that's it. Yeah, I yeah. literally, we owe you our career. Big we milestone. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, and it was cool to check it off. And But Meg needs to wee. So I'm we're going to have to wrap up this thank you a little. But you guys you guys get it. I'm not going to have, have a weird, sappy ending. Let's just have fun this weekend. Yeah. And we're super pumped about it. And so it's exciting. Pumped. It's my blood is so pumped right now; it's gonna fucking pop like get a out, champagne out, bottle. Go, go, whistle on a, go, take a piss on a frog. Go All on. right, remember, tip the tit. Okay, alrighty, goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, everyone. And something about and, and never, uh, uh, never shit in a coal's bag for no reason. Don't do that. Terrible. It's the kind of stuff you only learn when you tour regionally. All right, goodbye. goodbye.